0: Hello and thank you for joining us on HearthCast for episode number 206 for Patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is the best couples in WoW. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock.
1: And this is Freckleface, and I play Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 206 of HeartCast, getting to know your competition, we answer multiple listener emails, if we are going to talk smack, don't die, and the possible future of MMOs.
0: So, Freckleface... Hey Ruth. how are you? Good. As I tried to find the microphone,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's right in front of you.
0: I know it's crazy. <laughs> How's your week been? And wow,
1: pretty good. Yeah, yeah. What you doing? Uh, love is in the air. Started. Oh uh, yeah. And I really wanted that uh, love rocket, the pink love well, rocket. Wow, <laughs> who
0: doesn't want the love I know. rocket? I mean, really.
1: Point zero three percent chance to drop.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's a direct. Uh, correlation with about you know how many WoW players actually have significant others
1: wow that
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 game imitating life really
1: (laughs) I decided to kind of um, take a break from some of the things I've been doing and focus on running that uh, dungeon three times a day
0: Oh wow so you have three characters who are like level what 89 yeah. yeah
1: I have my rogue that never play my mage and my hunter.
0: It's because you can't find your rogue. He's stealthy. I don't,
1: I know. She's terrible. Her gear <laughs> is terrible. I send her the 496 timeless isle gear yeah. sometimes. It's like a huge upgrade for her, so let lets you know how behind she is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I also realized I don't have the swift lovebird. I don't think I have that one either. I mean, it's it, it's not that great, but I want it just so I can say I have it. Sure. It's 270 tokens. I've been running all the dailies. No, I know I don't have that Every one. day. I'm a hunter. So yeah, letting some things take a back seat while I focus on that for the holiday, and then I'll get back to normal.
0: If there's an amount that requires more effort than me buying it in the Blizzard store, I probably don't have it.
1: Fair enough. <laughs>
0: Unless it was like a meta achievement run or something.
1: <laughs> That's not effort.
0: That, it's not a lot of effort.
1: Well, you have to find the open raids for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so difficult to like,
0: you know, click on buttons on the website. So difficult.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so what's been going on with you?
0: Well, like you, I've been running the highlighted boss, but only uh, only on route, just one character, and of course, getting a you know big nothing from that. Yeah, Valor points, like twenty five.
1: Love tokens.
0: Oh, you be <laughs> don't have a use for Zan. those. And uh, what else I'm doing? Um, oh yeah, um, I started farming again. All right, on the farm. Yeah, you know that thing we got. Everybody's oh, yeah. so excited about, and then and kind of fizzled out <laughs> for a lot of people. Anyhow, yeah, I started farming again. I started farming uh, the song bells. You get the motes of harmony from that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because th- you can turn those into other things.
1: That's true. You can trade them for any materials. Right. Really. Right, yeah. right, right.
0: Right. So I like trading them for the trillium. And then, you know, using the Trillium with the... Yeah,
1: because the Trillium, you got to have the even amounts of the different white and black. Right. And you don't always get even amounts.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm doing.
1: You know what's also cool to farm is the uh, the plant one. Yeah, I Not tried that. The, the, uh, yeah, the one that grows the herbs. Yeah. What's nice about it is that you get the life spirits.
0: Right, I got one of those. And you
1: usually only get those from herbalisms, but you can get them from the farm, which is nice. It's basically like a free potion.
0: Yeah, I have one in my bag right now.
1: Yeah. You should hot key it or something.
0: Oh. But then it's gone. Keybind it. But then it's gone.
1: What you? What do you mean?
0: Maybe I'm thinking something different. I got something that like restores mana and health.
1: Something different. There's one that restores mana, one that restores health only.
0: Oh, I don't know what I got then. You may want to visit that farm again, though, because it's a lot less annoying now that we have, you know better gear than anything that could possibly spawn, even though it wasn't difficult before. It's a lot less annoying now because you can pretty much one-shot stuff. <laughs> oh, there's a bird come to 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 annoy me. One button, bird dead. Move on. And I took some uh, some some guildies out, rare farming, for the vanity items, you know, like we used to do. We had the whole guide, remember? Oh, sure. And, you know, they're, they're on Timeless Isle now, too, but you can still get the stuff from the r- regular rares. I don't know what you call them. The, the original rares. That, right. Yeah, the running me. around mop. And then there's some other rares that dropped this big, you know, big v- bag of veil presents. I don't know what they call a thing. Goods? Yeah, something like that. And that's cool. You get some good stuff off of that, too. But it was kind of fun taking them out because they weren't really aware of some of that kind of stuff that's out there. So that oh, was that's neat. neat. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, they. Can they make anything? Yeah, pretty much everything.
1: Oh, yeah, cool.
0: I went a couple times, so. You know, if the mob was there, people got stuff, they were rolling on it. It was cool. Yeah. They're like, don't you want to roll on this? No, no, I'm good, really. I'm good. It was funny. (laughs) And then last Saturday, it started off rather interesting. So I was checking the mobile armory on on the phone, you know, and somebody posted a bunch of ghost iron ore, a stack, 20, you know, 20 in a stack, for six gold. Not 60. Hmm. You know, I'm thinking they, they missed a zero on their keyboard right. or something and posted a bunch on there. I bought them all out. I'm like, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> How fast can I buy all of these?
1: Did you say bye, bye, bye?
0: I did say bye, bye. Is that, oh, that a Britney Spears <laughs> song? Uh, NSYNC. Okay, as long as it's not a Britney Spears <laughs> song, it's cool. I can say bye, bye, bye. It's all right. So, so I did. I bought them all out. I was like, right, I'm buying it, and then I, then that started my relist day, my three thousand gold relist day. I made wow. over three thousand gold in the auction house.
1: What you gonna do with it?
0: Uh, probably gem and enchant and waste <laughs> it all. <you> know? <laughs> but apparently, it's nothing because I was talking to a guilty vars who's making like twenty k a day. So oh, well. there you go. But they're like, oh, you know, the bigger stuff down there. Yeah, I'm just like flipping stuff.
1: High risk, high reward. I guess
0: I, that that's very true. Very, very true. And, of course, over in Clash of Clans and in the Eviscerated Clan there in Clash of Clans. Um, but, you know, playing that much, much more, that's really got me hooked. They got me. Don't start, Freck, because they'll get you, too. Okay. Uh, it's kind of fun. We get a lot of defensive wins because you can be attacked. And if, you, if you're if you attacked, you can set your city up to defend. And you can win. And you win by b- the uh, the person attacking you does less than 50% damage. And that, that's a call to win for you. So if they don't get enough of your resources, it's a win for you. If they get like 53% and then you kill all the guys off, it's a, you lose. It's like, come on, that's not really a loss. <laughs> but it's over that 50% mark. So. But on that, um, I've been trying to build up some more resources. It kind of stunk the other day, man. I, I had all these resources and I didn't log in. I'm like, I got to log in and get my resources. I was going to get attacked. Yeah, I got attacked. I lost like a ton of resources. <laughs> I was I was a little a uh, little perturbed about that. But, you know, Siren's playing, too. He's in our clan, and that's kind of, it's fun. So we're always comparing, like, where he's at, where am I at. you yeah. kill him? No, because we're in the same clan. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you can do friendlies. you got to find that out, except if you can do friendlies or not. I don't know. Um, Been saving up to get this thing called a spell factory, and I just got that, and it's going to take 24 hours for it to be built.
1: See, I don't play any of <sighs> these games on my phone anymore that require me to log back in after a certain amount of time. Because he used to play a ton of those. Right. Bakery story. Yeah, yeah. Pet shop story. Zoo story. I'm
0: sensing a theme here.
1: And then this like fashion, I think it's called Star Girl. This <laughs> oh, I remember that one. Well, yeah, that I remember. Came. I was like, what
0: are you playing that? Or, yeah.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just force-gumped that. You know that. You just like, stop. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Totally force gumped it right there.
1: <laughs> I started drifting off thinking about how much I like that game. But, oh, okay. <laughs> but I actually find it kind of annoying to feel like I have to log back into the game after like an hour, thirty minutes or whatever. See what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like I on my phone I play dots, I play compulsive, I play a little word search. You know, something that can kill time for a few minutes, but
0: you got that flapping wing game? No. Okay. What's that? Oh, some dude made flapping birds, flapping wings. I don't know. Basically, Nintendo was going to assume because it looked too much like Mario or something. What does it do? You press the button and the bird flaps its wings. You got to get them to fly between pipes. Oh,
1: My kids got
0: it. But apparently, there's like some big to do about it because the guy took it off the uh, the store, the Apple store, or whatever. And then people put their phones up who had the game on their phone. Like, you can buy my phone as is with a game installed, right? Whoa. For $1,000. That's nuts. And people were buying them because the game was on it. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> crazy. <laughs> But apparently I, I don't know, I heard someone today tell me it was back up on the on the marketplace. So I don't know. Not my thing. Don't play play. I know my daughter plays, saw her play last night. She's got the higher score than my son, which that really made him mad. Oh yeah. Oh, lit the competitive juices. I don't <laughs> know if you can like juices or not. But anyhow you know. <laughs> <laughs> it got <laughs> him fired up, Freck. And he's uh he's he, she he, she's like, What's your top score? And my son's like thirty six, something like that. She goes, Oh, I've got seventy two. See, here, look. and It's like top 72. He's like, <laughs> what? <You know? laughs> so, yeah, all right. You know, sibling yeah. rivalries are good. It's fun. Good times.
1: You start hitting each other.
0: No, he's not allowed to. He's like four times her size.
1: Not allowed to. That didn't stop my brother.
0: Well, well. You
1: Actually, you know the worst thing he would do.
0: Stare at you and go, Freckleface, you disappoint me. No. Oh, okay.
1: He would make it his goal. To get my nose in his armpit. Oh,
0: yeah. You told me about this. I think you've mentioned this on the show before. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. never mind then. You've been pitted. Yeah. He tried to pit you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And every once in a while, he'll still do that. And he'll, like, he's, we're on our 30s now. And every once in a while, he'll just, like, raise his arm up and nice. point to it and be like, you remember Coming this? i to get
0: you. <laughs> hey, Freck, the pit is calling your name. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your brother doing that, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And probably your other brother probably helped him on that, right? No, no? my other
1: brother was like the peacekeeper. Oh. The oldest brother we fought all the time. The middle one, we're like PFFs. Right. Yeah. Still are. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. All right, then. He's still pitcha. You watch. <laughs> but hey, we got some whispers. I
1: have an email from some who says, Akamagash Root, and Freckleface, we will be offered a free level 90 when we pre-order the next expansion. This is a big cup of awesome sauce if we get a friend to join us playing the game. Then buy the game and can join in the fun immediately. What my question is, how do you think it is best used by veteran players? I can imagine instant 90 in another faction, a profession alt to help you make gold, a look at a new server. I think I might simply sit on it and wait to see which is the most OP spec in Warlord's Draenor. Affliction Warlock's got a lot of love and mist, which will be the finest flavor in the next expansion. I look forward to your good thoughts on the subject and your expertise.
0: This seems to be the, the the big question right now. So we know already that we're going to get the instant 90. We know that more than likely you're going to be able just to buy a 90 no matter what. And now they're saying that you, if your character that you boost is over 60, you get max professions in that. Ooh. So they're making a real sweet deal. So that begs the question, well, what is going to be the best thing for me to boost? And everybody looks at... Uh, just like Scarsman said, the warlock got a lot of love. So what what's going to get the most love in Warlords of Draenor? A lot of people are looking at Draenei thinking this is going to be a Draenei slash, and orcs too. This is going to be Draenai Draenei orc expansion. So is it going to be a class-specific thing or race-specific thing? You know, I don't know. I think it's too early to answer that question Uh Personally? I am going to use my instant 90 boost on a druid that I have on the alliance side. Uh, So I am kind of going the opposite faction with that to try to get the double agent achievement and everything else. Um, But also that uh, it doesn't take a lot to level, so I don't know. I just want to level, you know, get it leveled. What about you, Freck?
1: Well, going over the different points... um Using a boost to 90 to take a look at a new server, personally, I wouldn't do that because you can get a really good feel for what the server is like just by taking a really low tune to one of the capital cities. I have characters on high, medium, and low pop realms, and they are very different. And you can see that difference in the auction house. For example, my... Tune on a low pop server can make a ton of money just doing herbalism and skinning because you put up a stack of peace bloom and they're all going for like a gold a piece. Not per stack, like a gold per-
0: Oh, each one's a gold. Yeah,
1: it's a lot because there's only like two stacks listed. Right. It's nuts. And on the other end of the spectrum, I have a character on a high pop realm where uh, prices are really good, they're really competitive- you can find almost anything you want in the auction house, but at the same time, trade chat is always crazy. People get into like religious and political debates. People start spamming. People beg for money. When's the last time someone begged you for gold?
0: I was coming up to the studio, and this dude stopped me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's like, you play well. You know, he came up and he pushed me right in the chest. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me.
0: I play a blood elf. (laughs) And I'm new in town. (laughs) Now give me some gold.
1: (laughs) I had two people ask me for gold at once. Really? Yeah. You
0: tell them to fight it out? I would have said, you two duel and whoever wins, (laughs) I will pay gold.
1: (laughs) I should have. It was kind of interesting, the difference. So yeah, I do think you can really get a good feel for what the server's like just by being in the capital city. Sure. I don't think you need to make a tune on a server just to find out what it's like. Especially when you are questing, it's going to be cross-realmed with other places. You know, even if you're on a low-pop realm, Stormwind is where it's go- you're going to feel that low-pop situation. Once you go out into Goldshire, then you're going to be running around with people all over the-, the servers. doesn't matter. And if you make a tune like if you have a 90 on a server and you don't like it now that's a cost to you to get that off that server or you've wasted that tune um you also suggest like an instant 90 in another faction i really do enjoy playing both factions you see a lot but where you see the most is actually the leveling process and i think if you use a 90 to make a fresh tune on a new one you'll be kind of lost People be like, why is this 90 not know where the flight master is? hmm You know. <laughs>
0: well, don't you remember when we, uh, fashion changed? Right. And they dropped me off in, uh, Orgrimmar. And I had never been in Orgamar before.
1: And I hadn't been since Cataclysm. They made it, like, way more complicated.
0: And I was like, someone said, yeah, just go over here to that. I'm like, mm, where is that?
1: Well, the directions are the worst. I think it was, it was like the herbalism trainer. You ask the guard, where's the herbalism trainer? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's up where the flower guy used to be. How <laughs> was to
0: know that. No, I will just asking him, guild, like, where's this? Oh, that's over by the flight point. Cool. Where's the flight point? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're you're a brand new Horty. Come over here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank you.
1: But, you know, it's I'm really holding on to my 90. Like, I'm not going to use it until the expansion comes out. Because the way I pick my characters, I just kind of have a feeling toward it. Okay. You know, and yeah. sometimes it's it's not, it's the combination of the race and the class and the spec and what they look like. And, I, like, I'm really afraid that they're going to change the way my gnome looks, that it's not going to look like what I've gotten used to. Oh, that's true.
0: You know, that's and true. I don't
1: I don't want to make a character get attached to it, use a boost to 90, then all of a sudden new graphics come out. You know, like and the way it looks like it anymore. anymore. I can see that.
0: You know, I'm not real partial on flavor of the expansion. You know, for to 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 boost a ninety, it's just I've never liked that. We got so we had so we had warlocks coming out of the woodworks for this expansion.
1: Well, to me, it's it, it's so much of it's. It doesn't matter to me what's op. It's it's what's my style. Exactly. Like I really like range GPS. If all of a sudden warriors are the most op thing. I'm not going to be a good warrior. No, it's a, It don't matter. Great.
0: I'm happy for warriors that they're OP. Awesome. awesome.
1: I would be terrible if I try to do that one.
0: I'll buff them. I'll, you know, whatever. Whatever they want. Come in a group. Let's go. But I'm not going to roll a warrior just because it's flavor of the expansion. So, recapping, you're just going to wait and see what they do with the character models and see what you character like and what, what speaks and, to yeah. you. Yeah.
1: And if they do make any significant changes with the, the way the classes are.
0: right? Well, that's true. Yeah. You see, so you're waiting and see, but not, not what they buff. You're waiting to see to see what, you, what speaks to you. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And I've already decided I'm doing the Druid, so. Cool. We do have another email here from some dude. Hey there, Freckin' Root. It's been pointed out to me that Blizzard is getting rid of the Scroll of Resurrection, effective 18th of February. This got me thinking and I have to wonder if this might be indicative that the pre-sale of Warlords of Draenor is coming soon. I know they haven't announced the game even being an alpha or friends and family testing yet, but there is such hubbub about the pre-level tunes, and they already introduced it into the PTR, so I could see them testing that aspect of bringing on the pre-sale early. If people want the character bump, they buy Warlords of Draenor early, and potentially sell tunes in the store before long as well. This is entirely speculation, but I'm curious what you all think about it. Am I looking too deep into a simple action? That's from some dude. All right, so the question is this. He says, Scroller Resurrection is going away this week. Does that mean the pre-sale of the game, Warlords of Draenor, is soon? So here's what I think when you start testing things and start making changes to the game behind the scenes you have to turn some features off even if it's on PTR there's going to be some things that roll out in pre-patches or patches that we get on the live client now part of that change might just be that they have to turn off the scroll of resurrection because of timing and everything else that they can't have the scroll of resurrection and the instant 90 boost it could be the same mechanic it could just be replacing that mechanic. So you've got to turn one off so that it kind of flushes that out so that you don't have any more school of the Resurrection people hanging around when the boost comes in. Are they tied together? I think yes, but I don't think that you should put a timing on one being meaning that the other is coming. So just because of getting rid of Squirrel of the Resurrection doesn't mean that we have an, uh, an imminent date for Warlords of Draenor. I think it's just in the path that they're programming, where they're at in that path line, this is the time to turn one off because they have to get people staged out.
1: Do you think there would be any disadvantages for Blizzard if they decided to put the pre-sale up like really early before the game was even near finished? No,
0: they could do it today and people would buy it.
1: Well, they would buy it, but do you think there would be consequences down the road like if they had any hiccups with development?
0: No. I don't. Because think of this. You bought the the, the annual pass thing, remember? Yeah. And right after the annual pass, they released, they they came out with a statement that was the worst statement they could ever come out with. No new, more content. We're not doing <laughs> that anymore, right? Yeah. And a lot of people went up in arms. You were mad. I was. You're like, ah. But did you ask for a refund? No. Of course not, because you still got a good deal, right? Sure. All right. Same concept. If they give me a pre-release today and say, you can pre-buy this, pre-purchase, whatever, we're gonna give you this kind of much savings. We're gonna throw all these other things in. Would you do it today? Yes. Boom! I buy it. And they go. By the way, it's been delayed six months. I really don't care. I still have the okay. same good deal.
1: But you and I are dedicated players. You gotta understand. The Scroll Resurrection is for players who are you know thinking about getting back in the game and not sure. And let's say, okay, now I can't do Scroll of Res. Now I can. I have. I've been inactive for a year. But I can do this pre sale for this game. That I'm pretty interested in I get this free boost of 90. It's like, okay, I buy it. And now the game comes out six months to a year later than I thought it would. I mean, to somebody who was on the fence about buying in the first place, I would think that caused some customer service issues.
0: I don't, because here's the call Hey, Blizz, I'm calling you because I used to be an active subscriber and then I quit because of X reasons. And I was really thinking of coming back. And I was going to use the School of Resurrection so I could try to pick up my tune where I left him off at. Uh, and he's level 90, by the way. I worked uh-huh. really hard on him. Uh-huh. And um, and now I can't. And now I get this boost to 90 when you guys launch Warlords of Draenor uh, here. And you just said it's going to be an additional six months. Um, so now I have to wait an additional six months for, for Warlords of Draenor? No, you don't. You can get the expansion, or you can get up to Mr. Pandaria right now, and at that point in time, you can get your boost to 90, because that's coming now. As soon as you pre-order, you get the boost to 90. So they go, okay, you had a scroll of resurrection on your tune. I see that here, and oh, your tune was 90, I see that, and it had these kutu professions, I see that, you're getting the same thing.
1: Okay, but what if... Someone pre-orders Warlords of Draenor gets the boost to ninety. They're expecting the game to come out, let's say, in September, and then all of a sudden it's going to be delayed until March of the next year. And somewhere between September and March, like this other MMO comes out, <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> and now they you- say, "Forget this! I don't, I don't, I don't want to play the Warlords of Draenor anymore." All right? I don't care.
0: Don't overlook the fact that just because when you do the pre-order. Don't overlook the fact that you're getting wow. You're getting it up to Mr. Pandaria.
1: I know that. All right. So it's not
0: like you can't play right now. So you can't play the futures market. Okay. Because I can't say, you know, I just, okay, I've had my car for two years. Okay. Right. Uh, This President's Day is a two two year anniversary of my car purchase.
1: Happy anniversary. Thank you
0: very much. It's an awesome car. (laughs) But let's say I buy that car, car, right? It's a tiny little car. Yes, it is. It's It's a small, but let's say, okay, I bought the car, right? I get off the lot and I go, man, you know what? I bet you in a year, because this is a this is the first model of this car, uh-huh. in a year, this car is going to be so much better. I better take it back and tell them, no, 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 guys, I'm waiting. I'm waiting because these guys might have a better car. Or, man, I just got this car just driving off the lot, and the smart car just announced that they're having a, a, a convertible. Oh. oh, man, I should have gone to that car because that, no, you can't play that game. You just can't. It's the same thing. What you're what you're saying is, it's it's buyer's remorse looking down on the future. Okay. You can't play that game.
1: Well, I'm just saying having something available for purchase like way ahead before it's actually available. I mean, you're going to have issues where somebody puts down the money, and then something happens where they can't or they're just not interested in playing it in the time between they purchase it and the time that it's available.
0: So they can't. People buy Super Bowl tickets years in advance, you know, <laughs> and and then they go, well, I don't like either of the teams playing in the Super Bowl. I have no interest in going to the okay. Super Bowl. Here, buy my tickets. And they sell the tickets. Right. <laughs> same. Well, it's not years in advance. What's a season in advance. But sure. still, same thing. If you have access to the account, sell it. I know it's against the TOS, but who cares? You're not playing anyhow? What are they going to do? Tell you, you can't play? I'm not playing. <laughs> Oh, no, I broke your terms of service at the game I'm not playing because I'm right. trying to sell my account. Whoop dee doo. Not that Hearthcast would ever, you know, condone that, but.
1: Okay, but my point is, I think they would be setting themselves up for a lot of customer service issues. They don't care. If they, if they allowed something to be purchased way ahead before it was ready. That's all I'm saying.
0: I don't think they care enough. They, I don't think they will put it on sale, by the way, until it's ready to ready, you know. But I think if they did that, they really wouldn't care. Not in a negative way. They just wouldn't care. We do have one more email here. This is from an insider friend of ours.
1: And the question is, should parents force their kids to work hard at their games to get their own mounts and et cetera? I got my daughter a Black Panther for her birthday present WoW and just got my son a Sky Gollum. All
0: right, so the question is... So do you make your kids work for the stuff in the game? I say yes. But then again, that's how I am.
1: You wouldn't give your kid something? No. You wouldn't give your kid 100 um, whatever it is in Clash of Clans? No. No?
0: No. You can't give money. <laughs> oh, I don't know. No, but even when, when he played WoW, I didn't give him anything. I would help him get something. If he came in and said, I'm trying to kill this mob, come help me. Okay, I'll come help you. But I ain't going to kill a mob for him so he gets something.
1: Why not? Let him earn it. But you do that for your friends. No. No? No.
0: Uh Uh-uh. The only thing I do is if there's something in the Blizzard store that I could purchase, I will buy that for somebody. That's it. Okay. And that's different. If there's something in the game, I'm not going to go try to, you know, let me go try to get this for that person.
1: Okay, so what parenting lesson are you teaching them by not buying them anything in the game to be self-reliant
0: ain't nobody gonna give you something in life nobody
1: but it's a game
0: but it treat. but if you if you expect stuff and you learn to do that you know like if i'm just nice and say and, and bat my eyelashes uh uh-huh. and say daddy please then then when i you know, grow up then I talk to my employer and I bat my eyelashes, but you don't don't say "Daddy, please." That'd just be weird. <laughs> you <laughs> might
1: be more likely to get what you want.
0: You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're new in town, then you could. But besides that, um, but you, you know, it's it's it could taking it to the extreme. It, it it is a a gateway for false expectations in life. The other side of it is work hard. If you need help, I'll help. Okay, that's real. I mean, I know our kids were saving up money for a skiing trip. We knew it was a certain amount of money. How far did you get? What did you do? If they were slacking off, sorry, Charlie, you better have something in the bank. But if they were honestly working and giving it 100% and they just kind of fell short, then sure, I'll help. But you're not getting a handout from me. And that's all that is in the game. You give someone something like that. Sky Golem. Black Panther. No, I get it. It's kid's birthday. That's cool and all. I get that. But if you're just doing it, I don't know. Because someone battered their eyelashes at you in game. Slash flirted with you.
1: Are we still talking about kids and parents here?
0: Anybody, really. Oh. Kids and parents, absolutely making work for it. But... There's exceptions, of okay. course. Birthday presents are yeah, different. Uh,
1: would it depend on the age of the kid?
0: Look, if Siren comes back after college to move into the house, and he's like thirty, going, "Hey, Dad, <laughs> uh, could you get me this in this game?" <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. So yeah, it's very. <laughs> he ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> He goes to college. I'm changing the locks. We're moving. Not going to tell him where I'm at. Get a P.O. box. What do you think? Oh, ye of no kids.
1: Oh, yeah. So now I feel really (laughs) confident about giving my opinion.
0: (laughs) All right. What if your nieces played and they said,
1: Auntie Freckleface,
0: will you give me this? Murlock pet. Oh, I would. <laughs> yeah, big softie. I am. <laughs> <all it> is. <laughs>
2: they know they can get away
1: with whatever around <laughs> Auntie face make it do the dance. <laughs> uh
2: huh. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. Would you do? You took your old your old Android phones with you to give them to play with.
1: What to borrow?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so don't mess up yours. I get it. If they ask you for those Android phones, would you give them to them? No, they have right.
1: asked him for them. They like, can't keep them here. No.
0: <laughs> all right then.
1: I'll bring it back when I babysit you next time. All right.
0: you can make him earn it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell your parents to pay me. I <laughs> get. <laughs> all right, man. Thank y'all so much for your emails. That is awesome. We love those. With our expansive theme of love is in the air for the month of February, we are going to talk about some of the best couples in the world of Warcraft. Oh, love. It's in the air. It surrounds us. It compels us. And it makes, you know, great storylines. We're going to discuss some of the best couples we've seen in WoW lore. We'll let you know who they are, some of the highlights of their relationships, and how we think they may spend Valentine's Day together.
1: Agra and Thrall. Thrall. Or Goel. Goel. And she likes to call them? That's how she says it. Goel. That um, low, too, really. No. <laughs> Goel.
0: Oh, you did that really well. <laughs> that, that was really good.
1: Thrall is, of course, the Horde former war chief, and Agra is a member of the Frostwolf clan, and she became his mentor in his quest in a grand to get in touch with the elements.
0: Now, some highlights of the relationship uh you remember this huge quest line where you went through this, and it was oh,
1: cataclysm, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: and uh you help Agra put all those pieces of thrall's psyche back together,
1: yeah, so she she sees all of his deepest and darkest thoughts and emotions and helps him overcome them,
0: again, yeah, you can really see as that's going, you can see them. In that storyline, if you remember doing it, they kind of dig into the past and the relationship, and it really, really kind of ties it all together. Yeah. You know, It was a really good storyline, that quest line. Even though it was annoying, it was good. It was very deep.
1: How do you think they would spend Valentine's Day?
0: Well, in this case, I really think it would be Agra consoling Thrall over his recent Smackdown from Garage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know? That's true. He's not very helpful in that fight. Yeah, he's
0: not going to feel much like doing anything romantic after no. you know, he just got the beat down. Yeah. He's just going to be sulking.
1: Plus, I don't think they could find a babysitter.
0: No, they can't afford it.
1: No. The
0: dude can't even afford clothes. He's wearing them scraps.
1: Or a mount that goes faster than you oh, walk I in. I know. He's got that slow mount.
0: Come on. So <laughs> they'll be home, and she'll be making some kind of TV dinner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <And> be like, <laughs> go out. It's like, you know what's crazy? She just spends all this time rebuilding his psyche only to have it uh-huh. squashed.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. start all over.
0: Yeah. All that work.
1: Next is Duritan and Draca. They are Thrall's parents. Highlights of their relationship include sharing a kiss after slaughtering a wolf and being murdered together by one of Doomhammer's guards.
0: That was in uh, Rise of the Horde, if I recall.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah.. Uh-huh.
0: So how do you think they would spend Valentine's Day?
1: A romantic picnic. Consisting of meat from an animal freshly butchered and skinned. Oh,
0: with the blood still dripping yeah. from it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nothing says romance like a fresh kill. To an orc, you know. Hey.
1: Yeah. Deathwing and Sinestra. Black dragons who, at one point, both tried to take over the world. And the parents of Onyxia and Nefarian. Highlight of their relationship is that she was the only one to survive mating with him after the corruption and the process left her with never ending burns. Did
0: it just continually burn?
1: Continually burn, like Ugh. constantly in pain and agony. Yeah.
0: Like years Ugh. later. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Ah. Yeah.
0: So all right, outside of the pain, how do you think they're gonna spend Valentine's Day?
1: I think with a whiteboard and Sinestra saying Notharian. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? I
0: am, but how are you going to get the orc to eat the peanut butter?
1: Chief, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do tonight?
2: The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.
1: One of my favorites is Alaria and Tyrallian. if I'm saying that correctly. Alaria is the inspiration for my Malaria. Malaria, character. yeah. yeah. Um, Elaria is the older sister of Sylvanas and Varissa Windrunner. Turalyon was a general and a famous paladin that served in the Second War. And these two are not found in the World of Warcraft except by legend. Their story takes place around the opening of the Dark Portal, and they were on Draenor when it began to collapse. They jumped through the Twisted Nether to save themselves from the collapse, and after it was over, they went to honor Hold. But, when the Dark Portal opened up... And we all went back there. They weren't there. And it's actually one of the tool tips when you log in. It says, hint, no one has seen Elaria or Turalyon in years.
0: I've seen that one. Yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe it's a foreshadow or something. I don't know. And their story is basically that Turalyon had been crushing on Ilaria pretty hard. And one night she creeps into his tent, all wet and freezing. And the next morning, Turalyon finds out she had lost 18 of her family members. That night. And when he tries to comfort her, she treats him like a stranger.
0: Just, Just like she does complete cold shoulder. Just Whoa. no. Because she's still wet and cold. Well, she got a cold shoulder.
1: Cold shoulder, sure. And she ignores him for a long time until she decides she's all better. The best line in the book about that scene is, when, when she comes to the tent, is, and then they were warm.
0: Oh. Oh, I
1: know. I think they're going to spend Valentine's Day on one of the floating islands, way off from the Grand, with a picnic basket, and wherever they are, it will be legend. Wait for it. Derry.
0: <laughs> get it? Because they're legends in the yeah, game.
1: Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Now, speaking of elf and human love, we have Varisa and Ronin. Verisa is also one of the Windrunner sisters. She fought in the Second and Third war. Ronan is known as the Red-Headed Mage and was the leader of the Kirin Tor. They faced a lot of ridicule when they married and had twins, and Ronan recently died in the attack on Theramore. Highlight of their relationship is hate turning to love and arguing with everybody else about why it's okay for night elves and humans to make babies.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: How do you think they would spend Valentine's Day?
0: I'm thinking they're going to stage a night off human love rights parade through downtown Darnassus. Mm. Complete with confetti and balloons and monkeys riding tricycles.
1: All right. One of the saddest ones is Sorrelin Whiteclaw and his dead lover Anaya. Before Cataclysm, he was a quest giver and she was a ghost he sends you to kill.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember those yeah. guys. Yeah.
1: The sweet part of their relationship is that he still loves her enough that he can't bear to kill her spirit, even though he knows it has to be done. Now, how are these two going to spend Valentine's Day?
0: I think they're going to be on the phone uh, convincing the Blizzard developers that the Dark Portal should take them back in time so they're both alive. okay. Yeah, so instead of this whole Warlords of yeah. Draenor thing, waste of time for these two. Uh-huh. They really want to just, you know, back when they're both, get the hookup going on. All right. That's what that's going to be. On the phone, all day. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, makes sense. And lastly, we have Warden Stillwater and Jenny. Jenny! They are two quest PCs in the Hillsbrad Foothills. Warden Stillwater is a forsaken in a place called Sludge Fields, and he's mixing up a blight and experimenting on turning people in dead there. He even has a garden where he's planted humans and the gulls come and eat their heads. Is that that
0: quest we have to choose to smack the head or or whatever, bury it? dig them out. Dig them out, yeah. 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 Unbury them. That's a good, yeah. (laughs) Or dig them out, whatever.
1: What I love about this relationship is that Stillwater hasn't lost his sense of romance and becomes enamored with Jenny, saying, I knew it was true love the minute I saw her. Her lovely blonde locks and the way they framed her perfect blood elf face. She melted my shriveled heart. But as we know, Jenny is really Johnny Awesome. Johnny Awesome! And he is too oblivious to be offended that he was mistaken for a woman.
0: I think he just likes the compliments. Probably. Alright, so how would uh, Johnny Awesome and Warden Stillwater spend their Valentine's Day?
1: I think Stillwater would give him flowers and chocolate, and Johnny would wear the flowers in his hair because his hair is so beautiful, and he'd throw the chocolate away so it wouldn't ruin his figure. <laughs>
0: Is his hair so soft, though? It is. That is really the question.
1: Uh, yeah, it has to be. That
0: quest line is so fun. It is. It's one of the best quest lines Because the- it makes fun of everything. Yeah. It makes fun of them, makes fun of Blood elves, makes fun of noobs. The noob, noobs, the twink, the... Yeah, everybody, the OP. The hardcore, yeah, yeah. Everybody. It's awesome. It's a way for Blizzard just to make fun of everything. And Johnny Awesome is
1: awesome. Dumas is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Well. <laughs> You know the lore in wow is so deep, rich, and detailed. The characters that make up this World of Warcraft are some of the most detailed in the entire genre. We end up developing strong relationship with them through books and stories and gameplay. The fantastic storylines that each bring to our world is one of the biggest ties to our psyche that Blizzard has. In the books, we have the library here. You can get the books online. You can read fan fiction. Uh, different. You can listen to podcasts that do their own little lore segments. But, you know, hey, who's your favorite couple? Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, or you can send us an email at podcast at hearthcast.com. Hey, this is Kevin Oldscratch from the Dark Moon Herald, and you are listening to the greatest couple in podcasting, Freck and Root, here on HearthCast. Root and Freckleface are not actually a couple and are in their own separate relationships.
1: We're not all perfect. Slash face bombs.
0: So I got locked out of a boss on Throne to Tide when I was on my uh, uh, Pilgrim the Pilgrim.
1: On your Pilgrim the Pilgrim. Yeah.
0: On okay. Pilgrim the Pilgrim, my uh, shadow priest. I got locked out of a boss. The door closes. I was looting and the door yeah. closed. They went in and engaged the boss. The door closed. So I turn around. I'm like, the door is closed. So I'm like, hey guys, thanks for waiting. You know, being a little...
1: It's just, a little. Yeah. yeah. A
0: good word. And so one of the other DPS goes, no, dude, thanks for paying attention to the game. And I'm sure he used just that tone.
1: Yeah, because when you said it, it's thanks for waiting. When he does, no, no, no. That's yeah. right. <laughs>
0: that's exactly how it went down.
1: Sure. And he tells it. He was like, this guy was like, hey, thanks for waiting. And I was like, no, dude, thanks for paying attention to the game.
0: And then he died.
1: That's true. So that's so the best part, <laughs> <laughs> is
0: he died. He took the time, like after he engages the boss, the boss is engaged, the door's closed, and he takes the time to start chatting with me, uh-huh. get, in, in 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 game chat, in uh-huh. party chat. You think going, you
1: gotta watch the floor. Y-
0: exactly. Yeah. And now he's dead. And I'm just like, lols. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I actually targeted him and said, slash lol. <laughs> so... <laughs> And then he said, he had some choice words for me after this moment, you know, and uh, so I did what every shadow priest does in this circumstance. Levitate! (laughs) Oh, boy. The rest of the encounter, (laughs) levitate. (laughs) Levitate, really funny. Levitate. I'm going to report you, Pilgrim, for what? Levitate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's my... Most favorite in-your-face spell that I've got because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't know anything but uh-huh. <laughs> so.
1: But Don't you have mind grip or something?
0: Uh, I get that later. Oh. Yeah.
1: Shadow grip or whatever. Life uh, grip?
0: Health. Life. Life, life grip. Yeah, life. That comes later. I wouldn't do that, though. I'm not going to do that to, to annoy somebody. That is fun. I say that now. I may change my mind once I actually get that spell. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just got too long of a cooldown on it.
0: Uh, does it? Yeah. Not, see, that's the thing. I would use it for emergency situations. What I don't like is when you are you're about to uh, you're like getting positioned to do a boss encounter, and you're like, okay, I'm in my spot. Uh Okay, I'm in my new spot. (laughs) Um, I'm good here. (laughs) You want me right here? I'm right here. I won't move. (laughs) Don't bother saying, "Hey, root, could you move a little bit?" No, just life grip me. It's cool. It's all right.
1: It's so disconcerting. It is.
0: It is. Because you're just like, what happened?
1: Don't touch me. (laughs) Bad touch. Bad touch. (laughs) Stranger danger. I need an adult. (laughs) I started yelling that whenever I get uh, ganged or someone's trying to. What do you yell? I need an adult. (laughs) Got flagged somehow in time of silence. Someone's his me. i there. I need an adult. <laughs>
0: uh, only you, freckle face. <laughs> <laughs> only you. <laughs> but I'm making it macro when I get home. <laughs> oh, speaking of another, another face bomb. So, and this is really on me. I decided with Pilgrim. That I'm going to do uh, Dark Moon Fair. Okay. Because I talk about it all the time. I'm like, yeah. no, I am doing this. It's this weekend. I know it. I'm doing uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't remember where this dude is in Orgamar, so I'm just going to go over to Thunder Bluff. I know where the thing is over there in Mulgore. I'm going right over there taking care of this. Where is this dude at? I, I thought he was right here. Check the map. Okay, he's mm-hmm. supposed to be right here. He's not here. Check. Wow, he's supposed to be right here. He's not here. Check the calendar. It says Dark Moon Fair right there. It's supposed to be here. Where it's going? Oh, Dark Moon Fair ends.
1: Oh, <laughs> I missed that was it. on the calendar. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was
0: on Sunday. I missed it. <laughs> oh, <So,
1: laughs> well, you got closer to doing it. I got plan. closer. There you go. I got closer
0: <laughs> to going to Dark Moon Fair. I actually made an effort. <laughs> Dead end effort. It wasn't going anywhere, but I tried. Tried. So that yeah. that counts for that counts for something. <laughs> Hey, you want to make a little gold? I got an insider's tip for you.
1: So our invisible friend that we mentioned earlier in the show uh, sent us a message and said, I noticed on your show that you mentioned making different characters with very different names. I do this as well. And I figured other bankers must be doing this also. A way to tell if someone is posting under multiple accounts, which can help you determine your true competitors is to go onto the WoW Armory and check the pets on the main tune and suspected alts. If you have a match, your suspicions are probably correct, and you're dealing with another banker and want to pay closer attention to their postings. That's what I did to confirm the identities of some of the big players in our auction house. I only play big when I need something.
0: So this is clever, because remember I said before I was having some issues when I had Root and Shoot and Brute and Fruit and all these other guys, and... You know, I couldn't self-inflate the market. In other words, I couldn't post high on on one tune like like fruit and then barely undercut them with root because people are like, okay, it's fruit and root. Duh. right? right? So right. you're going to kind of know those two. So that's when I started with the other two names that were vastly different. I could do that. I would post high and undercut, and my undercut would sell. So what our invisible friend here is telling us is that if you kind of suspect something like that's going on or you see some players' names over and over again – Go check them out in the armory. Compare their pets. And if their pets are a match, there you go. Now, you pointed out when I shared this tip with you, Freck, that this was a security issue that you kind of, you kind of concerned.
1: Well, it's it's just been something that's been going on since they started doing the account-wide uh, achievements, um, pets, and mounts. Is that things are tied to your armory, and your armory gets updated when you have mounts and pets and achievements and whenever you get something, if it's applying to all your characters, it probably can't be that hard for third-party um, websites and programs to discern which tunes are linked together.
0: And who your alts are. And, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It
1: kind of defeats the whole point of having alts, you know?
0: Yeah. I guess. Yeah. If if your intention of having alt is to play anonymously.
1: Or play a different persona yeah. or yeah. socialize with different people.
0: Kind of kills your escapism a little bit. Yeah, a bit. This is interesting because what what our invisible friend is telling us is that that way you can tell, all right, This person is you know either gaming the system or they're sort more serious, and I need to pay attention when I see these two uh, players posting in the same area. You know, if you're competing against yourself, and they're competing against themselves to falsely inflate the market, then you kind of know what's going on. You can kind of ride that storm out. What she's saying that then. If she only really, really needs something, then she'll play big. Then she'll go in with the big boys and put the big cash down for, for whatever she needs. But if she doesn't, she can let that little storm ride out because she knows there's just someone who's just gaming the system. So that's good advice. Good advice. Know your competition. That's really good advice. So thank you so much for that.
1: Like us at Facebook.com HearthCast. In
0: gaming headlines this week, Original EverQuest developer thinks sandbox MMORPGs is the future. So, sandbox MMOs, Freck, this is where players create content, objects, materials, rewards, quest lines, you name it. From the article, developers today are trying to support an unsustainable model with their MMOs. They update their games with new content every now and then, but players plow through this content much faster than developers are able to create it. It goes on to say building systems into MMOs that let players create their own content for others to enjoy is the way to go. Think about systems like Neverwinter's Forge system, where players design their own quests and let other players play these quests. Also, things like the new EverQuest Next Landmark, which is a game that uh, Sony Online Entertainment is working together with, EverQuest Next, where players are able to create their own buildings and surroundings, much like Minecraft. So what are your thoughts? Do you think players should be able to create their own quest lines, their own objects, their own surroundings, their own content for other players to consume?
1: I don't know how well it would mesh with Warcraft. Um, I don't really have a lot of experience with uh, user-created content other than in The Sims where people will make clothes, houses, uh, furniture, all the type of things, and I know if you are stuck with only the base game and only with what EA came out with, it would be a much more boring game. Once you start downloading things other people have made, you open up this whole world of things. And it's much more fun. And I was, and they made it harder to do in The Sims 3, and it kind of alienated a lot of people.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Very simple question, as far as uh, World of Warcraft and is concerned. Okay. It's a Sims question, though. okay. What's the lore in The Sims?
1: Um The lore is that well, there's different families that are connected and there's a, there's kind of a storyline and I think supposedly Sims three that like, goes back in time.
0: Oh, so there is a lore. There is yeah. a storyline. Okay, yeah, I, I wasn't aware of that. I thought it was just to build your family and, you know, well, th- get people stuck in the bathroom so they die.
1: <laughs> there's pre built families that come with it. And it will give you like a little paragraph of like the background story of the family. Gotcha. Well, so and, yeah,
0: my point was like in Minecraft, there is no lore. You go build stuff, people oh, jump true. in. Uh, when I played a an MMO called A Tale in the Desert, you did create your own stuff, but you were limited in kind of what you created, and it was it was player enforced and player policed? Because okay. here is what you get: the problem is this. Um, the games are filled with with with. Not necessarily kids, but immature adults. <laughs> All right. So if you if you leave someone to their own devices to build something, it's just not going to look good. It's going to be rather phallic in nature. Excuse me, but that's what it's going to be.
1: That's why they got rid of the the markers or there's some ad on let you yeah. draw on the ground. <laughs> yeah, because
0: people would they would draw inappropriate things on the ground. Uh-huh. And the same thing would happen if you let people start even a little bit. With Wow Wow cares way too much about their their lore and their storyline, their you integrity. Can't, yeah. Yeah. You can't break that. You know, even themselves, they if you know, they can't break it themselves. So I don't but there's something to be said about this. If a dev could set up something where a player could go in and run particular content that is created by other players but only in a sandboxed area in a, in a certain part of the game. You know, for instance if you had here's a great here's a you know, This is how it could work, in my, in my opinion. If Goblin slash uh, Gnome Technology built a robot, and then you as a person could upgrade that robot with particular weapons or moves or fighting styles and anything else, and then you put that robot, your robot, in an arena to fight somebody else. Now, you've created a special character with its own abilities, its own timing, its own pseudo-programming, its own everything that it can fight other players with, and now it's kind of content. You know, you go fight this guy's bot. And however you make that robot to fight in this controlled environment, people can try to fight it. And okay, your your robot was easy. That guy's a robot's easy to beat. But sure as a world you can have somebody that has a robot that's really hard to beat. And there could be a thing where okay you pay let's say fifty gold for this fight. And so this bouncy can continue to go on and on. Now, sure, the winner would take a little portion, but the house always gets a portion of the fight. And the winner, you know, here's the bounty. The bounty on this robot's now up to 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 gold because no one's been able to beat him. That would be cool. And that's in a controlled yeah. area. Yeah. And it, it might be a little bit of a, a step away, but it's it's still no mushroom Goblin technology. You can get a, That's a big field to play with. And they've already, you know, you can fight bots. You fight Blingtron or some p- version of Blingtron in in the uh, uh, Brawlers Guild right now. Oh yeah. So it's not too far off from me creating my own bot to put into the Brawlers Guild to fight other people. That's I'm just saying that's one way that we could get We could do this create player created content. You know. Yeah. So there's ways to do it that could be done without messing with the the lore and WoW. Now, in Tales of the Desert, which I mentioned before, you got tasked to do things, to build things, or to get people to sign things, or to help people. But if you were building something, once you built it, you weren't done. Once it was built, you had to have people sign off on it and and say that you did a good job. So if you built something that did not look good, good luck getting people to sign off on that. Because now, when you sign off on it, your name is attached to that thing. And if you can, com- yeah. And so they're like, oh, well, hey, Root signed off on this thing. And this thing is, it, it does not look good. It's not yeah. aesthetically pleasing at all. All these other people said it was horrible. Root, you said it was good. What's up? And now your credibility gets shot. So it's self-policed that way. And if not enough people liked it, it got torn down. Now, the flip side of that, uh, you ever played Second Life?
1: I've heard a lot about it. I've not <sighs> played it. Don't. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> so all I can say. Don't. Um. The, the exact opposite was happening. There is no player control system in the, that I know of. Like, I've been in there and, it, you know, thank goodness my kids weren't in the room. This is my experience with, with uh, Second Life. Right. Because it was that bad. So, yeah. <laughs> Got out of that quick. But I do, I like where this idea is coming from where Des will have to, if they want to sustain this model, now WoW might be the exception to this because WoW's got, you know, it's it's the five hundred pound gorilla in the room. That it's got all this lore and all this content already created, and that newer MMOs should be adopting this model you know out of the gate. But I think Wow could play in this pool too. It's an idea. So hey, check out our Facebook page. I've got a link up there to this article if you want to read the whole thing. It's actually very interesting. Well, folks, that about does it for episode number 206, some of the best couples in WoW who are new in town. You can come hang out with us at the Orlando WoW Meetup Group. The next one we're doing is the Friday the 21st at Firkin and Kegler out in the Waterford Lakes area in Orlando. It's a lot of fun. It's got this huge bowling alley with huge, and I mean huge, like two-story TV screens at the end of those alleys. I don't play much of the bowling thing, but it's got some pretty decent food there. Comfortable chairs.
1: Mini bowling. See, that's
0: what I do. Oh yeah, we I break that thing every time though. Ah. You left last time. You didn't mini bowl. You left.
1: I'm feeling good.
0: I know. Maybe you mini bowl this time. Yeah. Th- remind me. I think I still got some of those freaking encyclopaedia cards sitting on my dresser. No, you don't. Some, I uh, have them. Ooh. I think I might have got another one when you <laughs> weren't there. Really? Yeah, when you left.
1: Oh. Ha ha. Maybe so. <laughs>
0: Maybe I don't know if there's any money on it or anything. <laughs>
1: we'll
0: find out. Find out. I'll, I'll bring it. Okay. Re- remind me though. All right. Yeah. You'd like text me like three or five times. <laughs> Put it on the calendar because <laughs> if not, I'd be go forget. So <laughs> you will be go forget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this week, I want to give a very special thank you to our invisible friend that we mentioned on the show.
0: Also, some shout outs going to Casually Casual. That's Esmeralda Sky over on the Eviscerated Clan on. Uh, what is that Clash of Clans also big shout outs to Cold Resident Evil Jewels Non-Mail and everybody else in that clan That is a lot of fun also big shout outs to all of our Twitter followers and our friends on Facebook and of course to all of you for listening
1: you can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions comments or any other feedback send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com you can tweet me at HearthcastFreck or Root at HearthcastRoot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on Hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required.
0: A big thank you to our friends over to OpenRead for everything they do. You can find Hearthcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root
1: and Freckleface
0: for Hearthcast.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Pull up a chair and have a listen. It's Broadway Blues with another edition of Aspect of the Daddy. Toddlers, Tylenol, and Technology. Maybe not always in that order. Anyway, today I wanted to talk about Hearthstone. Yes, it's in open beta now. So you can finally get into battle.net, look under your games, and download the Hearthstone client. Now, like a lot of people, i would never played a trading card game before, and uh, this is all brand new territory to me, but I've been playing since August, so I wanted to share a couple of tips that I've picked up along the way. First of all, you're going to start with Jaina Proudmore and the Mage class, and there's nothing inherently wrong with Jaina. In fact, the Mage class was recently nerfed because it was so powerful, but if you're just coming into the game right now, uh, you won't even notice these changes that were made, so there's absolutely nothing wrong with playing with Jaina after you go through the little tutorial. Now, if you jump right in and uh, you've just got your basic deck, then it will be a little bit difficult for you, but Hearthstone is set up in a way that uh, you're given a rating behind the scenes. So basically, you're going to be playing other players who are at the same ability as you. So I wanted to give you a couple of tips to help you survive a little longer. First of all, at first you're going to want to go ahead and get uh, cards with Taunt. Now what Taunt is going to do is slow down um, the enemy from hitting your face, which is kind of something you want to do. Uh, A lot of decks right now are just going straight for the other guy's face and trying to burn him down as quickly as possible. So what Taunt does is force your opponent to attack the minion with Taunt, before it can attack your face, which is what you want. So taunt. That's one thing. But if you load a deck up with just taunt cards, you're going to find out you don't have enough firepower to actually kill the other guy. So the other thing you're going to want to look out for is cards with spell damage. Now as a mage, you cast a lot of spells. Makes sense, right? So what spell damage does is if, for instance, you've got the fireball, which costs 4 mana and does 6 damage if you have minions on the board with spell damage say a sorcerer's apprentice it'll give plus one damage to all your spells so that six damage fireball will now do seven and so on and so on so if you have more spell damage minions on the board you're gonna do more damage so basically don't get too overwhelmed at first concentrate on getting a good mix of taunt and spell damage cards and once you're comfortable with the mage, you can branch out into other classes. And you can totally do this against the AI. Because <laughs> learning a new class against other people can be kind of tough. Thanks for listening to Aspect of the Daddy. You can find me on Twitter at Broadway Blues. You can find me on the web at www.aspectofthedaddy.com. Or if you have any suggestion for uh, another segment that you'd like me to cover or questions about Android, iPhone, or technology in general, broadwayblues at gmail.com. Thanks.